Funding for The Spark is provided by Capital Blue Cross, focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like Capital Blue Cross Connect Health and Wellness Centers, which provide in-person services and inspire healthy living. Learn more at CapitalBlueCross.com. The Spark is also supported by UPMC's orthopedics team, offering hip, knee, joint, spine, and back treatments. Learn more at upmc.com slash centralpaortho. January is National Blood Donor Month. There is a need for blood donation all year round, but the winter months, especially after the holidays, can be a time when blood donations slow down. The American Red Cross is enticing would-be blood donors with a promotion that could lead to donors winning two tickets to the Super Bowl. Joining us on the Spark today is Lisa Landis, Communications and Marketing Director for the American Red Cross Greater Pennsylvania Region. Lisa Landis, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me on today. We appreciate the opportunity. Well, and I also want to say thank you for being on the program today because I understand that uh, you and the the American Red Cross, that uh, there is a fire here in the uh, mid-state. So you've taken time out of that to uh, give us a few minutes to talk about blood blood donation, right? That's correct. Uh, It's been an exceptionally busy season, uh, exceptionally busy day today, and unfortunately, Disasters don't stop, even in the face of, of, you know, opportunities like this one for blood donors. So we we appreciate, again, the time coming on today. Thank you. Well, let's talk about the time of year especially. As I said in the introduction, blood donation, blood is needed all year round. But why is it especially needed now? Sure. Well, this time of year has historically brought some challenges uh, for all blood collection organizations. And in part, it's because of inclement weather, the storms, winter, cold, but also the, the, the sickness. Uh, that we see this time of year with so many folks indoors. And that's not even speaking of the pandemic's implications and, and, and impact that it's made in the collection of blood. Um, we also have the holidays. We're, we're just concluding a big um, celebration. And so when folks are spending time maybe doing shopping, gathering with friends and family, the last thing that's coming to mind for many is is donating blood. And so when you take those factors all together, it creates a bit of a, a scenario where we typically see a decrease in donor turnout and blood drives that are hosted. And so we're, we're recovering from that right now. And uh, we're going into January. What better way than uh, to offer such a fun incentive for folks to come out and help save lives? We'll talk about that incentive in just a moment. But, you know, this may be one of those obvious questions or a question that has an obvious answer. But what is this blood that is donated? What is it used for? Oh, goodness. There is, uh, we, we wouldn't have the time today to start to unpack all the many ways that blood and blood products are used. But what it comes down to, Scott, is it's every two seconds in the United States someone is in need of life-saving blood. Now, that could be due to cancer, chemotherapy treatment that's required as part of an ongoing standing appointment a patient may have to help recover and help increase their chances of, of you know, winning a successful battle against a major illness like that. But we also have situations uh, for maternal health care, uh, whether that's for babies or for, for mothers uh, during childbirth and labor. They can face situations where they require a large amounts 
of blood or blood products transfused, but also there's uh, the situations that occur with trauma. And so those are the everyday disasters and emergencies that may happen, the unexpected, really. And that could be an injury, a fall, or a car crash. But trauma centers certainly uh, do require a large volume of blood and blood products to help treat patients that are facing emergencies. Whenever I hear about a blood drive, uh, and maybe it's not just a blood drive, but almost always when I hear about uh, some kind of promotion or something trying to encourage people to uh, donate blood, there's something tied into it, some kind of incentive. And this year you have, as I said, January's National Blood Donor Month. You have a big one here that uh, there could be a, a winner of two tickets to the Super Bowl. Tell us about it. That's correct. Um, one of the incentives this month is all donors that come, they're presenting donors, come out to donate blood or platelets or plasma between January 1st and the 31st of this month are automatically entered to win a trip for two to the Super Bowl in Arizona. And that includes access to day of and in-stadium free game activities, tickets to the official Super Bowl experience. That includes your round-trip airfare to Phoenix, three-night hotel accommodations, and a stipend for expenses. So that's quite the incentive, we think, to uh, to encourage donors to come out. Maybe even some first-time donors will hear this and, and think not just is that doing some good by donating, but it also enters you in, in this once-in-a-lifetime trip. And you take their blood before they start partying, right? That is correct, yes. We yeah. don't encourage doing either of those simultaneously, though we do have snacks after you donate. So <laughs> could be somebody's idea of partying, right? <laughs> I guess, but it's probably not a good idea to have a tailgate and then to, to donate blood at the same time. So how can someone go about uh, donating blood if maybe they haven't done it for a while? Maybe they've never done it at all. Sure. We have a lot of different opportunities for folks to find a local drive, make the appointment. It really is as easy and seamless as possible. So donors, whether they're a returning or a first time, you can uh, download the Red Cross Blood Donor app. It's a free app. It's available regardless of if you have an iPhone, an Apple product, a Samsung, a Google device. You can download the American Red Cross Blood Donor app and you can enter your zip code and look at a listing of all of the upcoming drives. You can even specify your criteria, how far you'd like to travel, what day, what time of day even that you'd like to donate. And you can make the appointment right there on the blood donor app. You could also visit redcrossblood.org, enter your zip code there, similar scenario where you can make that appointment online. Or many folks like to just call and speak to someone. And you can do that at 1-800-RED- that's 1-800-733-2767. You can speak to someone there, find an upcoming blood drive, and make your appointment. Now, maybe to save someone some time and uh, that they're not surprised if they haven't donated blood for a while, there are questions asked. And you mentioned something earlier about people being sick. For those who are going to donate blood, you are asked, like, for example, if you, you, if you have been sick uh, recently, and there are other questions as well. What, what kind of questions are people asked? Or maybe I get the best way to a ask that question is, <clears throat> who, are, who is not eligible to donate blood? 
Well, that's a very wide net to cast. And so we typically won't offer any type of eligibility criteria outside of our standard, which is individuals who are at least 17 years of age, in most states, Pennsylvania included, uh, weigh at least 110 pounds, and in good health are, in most cases, eligible to donate blood. We do ask, though, of course, that you're feeling healthy and well. Now, that's our standard eligibility criteria there, but it does go a bit further, as once you are either making your appointment on the Red Cross Blood Donor app, you can begin some of your medical history information there through the app, or upon your check-in at the blood drive you have an appointment for, you'll meet with one of our staff who will sit with you in a private area, just take down some of your, your information, your medical history, medications. There's so many different factors that can come into play when it comes to donating blood and ensuring that the blood supply is safe. So our teams do a, a lot of work with you one-on-one. -on -one. That takes about 15 minutes of the first part of your appointment, just reviewing all of that information and making sure that you're healthy and well enough to donate that day. Well, I often give blood because uh, I am at least 110 pounds, so that's, that's, not, that's not a problem. You know, on a more serious note, though, um, I, from time to time, I do see people questioning, there's a question about uh, whether someone's involved in a same-sex relationship. Is that still a question that is asked? That is a question that is asked, and the reason that is part of the intake information uh, with the medical history and background information is because of the fact that as a blood collection organization, we are beholden to adhere to the FDA requirements, and that's not specific to the Red Cross, but to all blood collection organizations. So that is part of the intake criteria, and our teams can talk through that process uh, with every individual that's coming to donate. As you're probably aware, though, there are some same-sex couples or gay people who find that rule outdated. Certainly, certainly. And the Red Cross stands in, uh, on the front lines with many other blood collection organizations in helping to advocate on behalf of healthy and well donors, ensure a safe supply of blood, as well as... Uh, being on the front lines as one of the partner organizations for the advanced study, which is some work being done in partnership with other blood collection organizations to have some of these eligibility criteria updated. Mm -hmm. We want to thank you very much, Lisa Landis, Communications and Marketing Director for the American Red Cross, Greater Pennsylvania Region. Encourage everyone to donate blood. Lisa, thank you very much for being with us today. Thanks so much for having us, Scott. We appreciate it. You're listening to The Spark on WITF, your home for NPR and discovering all things local. I'm Scott Lamar.